What do you want? Screaming queens. Listen, I am two seconds away from calling the police. Screaming Queens Horror Podcast. What do you want? Screaming Queens Horror Podcast to your death. Something is trying to get inside my body, and you want to sleep with me. Better give me those shoes, they're mine. Give them back to me. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Hey, shouldn't you be folding towels somewhere, sniffing jock straps? It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. Rubs the lotion on its skin or else gets the hose again. What have you done to its eyes? I see no manhood between your legs. You're going to need death now. <laughs> the living dead. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Get away from her, you bitch. It was an asylum. And it was hell. 20 years of pure hell. The devil wins sometimes. What's that? Monsters. Welcome to Screaming Queens, the horror podcast with a queer eye view. I'm Stephen Moore. I'm Martin Fennity. I'm Jonathan Butler. And I'm Jonathan Larkin. I almost said I'm Jonathan Larkin then. <laughs> I was and I'm that. Jonathan Butler. There's some hoodie magic going on already. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> almost some pregnant pauses. Yeah, yeah. He swapped his head with Stephen over the new year, now he's swapping his head with me. Yeah. yeah. Lots of head. Had swap like changing head in this room. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my podcast tonight. I'm taking control. Oh and God. yeah, you're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> Sorry. Today I'm taking you back to 2005 for a horror film that was part of my very amazing teenage horror collection. Alongside such classic films as the film that made Carrie Fisher famous, Scream Free. <laughs> The film where Paris Hilton is killed in a house of wax that melts because, well, that's hot. Say I love this. <laughs> and the time Freddy and Jason teamed up to take down Kelly Rowland's casual homophobia. Yeah. <laughs> we are travelling to New Orleans for a tale of witchcraft that unfortunately doesn't have a Stevie Nicks cameo shoehorned in. But don't worry, we know it's going to be good because we are accompanied by some amazing actors like Kate Hudson. <laughs> hey, that wasn't even the joke yet. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Sarsgaard, Gina Rowland, mispronounced that one. The late great John Hurt. Oh. oh, and the girl who played Jessica Alba's sassy blackmate in Honey, playing Kate Hudson's sassy blackmate in this film. So hide your mirrors, light some candles, and rack up some lines of brick dust. As we <laughs> As we unlock this freaky Friday mystery of how a film I loved could be so critically planned, it's skeleton key. In Terrebonne Parish and the surrounding bayous of Louisiana, there are those who practice little known rituals of magic and witchcraft. Conjure some do not believe in their power, but strange, frightening, and unexplained incidents happen there to this day. Terrible parish. That's the swamps. For a thousand a week, I'll survive. 25 years old. What's wrong with a little change? Hello? Take good care of my husband. Stroke pretty much paralyzed him. I admire you. What you do? Hi, Ben. I'll be taking care of you for a while. Ben, Ben, you're hurting me. There you are. Time for his remedies. That brick dust, how's it work? Nobody that means you harm can cross it. You lay a line down. It's how you tell who your enemies are. filled with stuff. Recipes, spells. You don't know what you've seen. But it can't hurt you if you don't believe. I suggest you leave that house before you do. You see him in the mirrors. Who? What happened to you? Who are you afraid of? Tell me who you're afraid of. The ghosts are here now. Where are you, Caroline? It is time, Lord. From the devil's house. Take me. 
worker who cares a lot for their patients more so than anyone else she's tired of a system that kind of treats people as numbers and takes some private palliative care in the swamps of new orleans the handsome lawyer for the family luke introduces her to a reluctant old woman violet and her wheelchair bound husband ben instantly we get a vibe that something isn't quite right in the home uh, with the lack of mirrors and mysterious room in the attic, which is locked even to the titled Skeleton Key, which really doesn't get mentioned that much in the book. Uh, yeah, I thought that. Yeah, a bit of a misnomer. Uh, as the mystery unfolds, we see Ben is scared of his wife, and perhaps because he believes he is cursed by some hoodoo magic. The dark history of the home and its rich family who lynched their own slaves is revealed, and Caroline's attempt to save Ben puts the rest of her life in danger. As maybe if you can believe it, there really is some magic going on here. Freaky Friday. Yeah, spoiler, mist- yeah. spoiler. I know. I missed, missed Lindsay Lohan altogether. Oh, that would have made this film so much better. Lindsay Lohan? Yeah. And Ellen would have made this film better. <laughs> <laughs> right. so I didn't, so General thing, opinions then. It went over my head, so you said it was critically panned. Yeah, massively. Really, yeah. Panned. Everybody hates it, apparently. Yeah. But... <laughs> What are argues, Martin? What did you think? Um, I didn't hate it actually, but <laughs> saying that I didn't hate it, but I did think it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I did think it was stupid. <laughs> um, and, and I struggle with Kate Hudson uh, just in principle, just well, I, generally. I realised watching it, I don't think I've ever seen her in anything. What else was she in? Actually, I don't know. She's, She's in, in almost famous. Yeah. Have you seen Killer Inside Me? No. She gets beaten so hard she pisses herself. Oh, <gasps> is that her? Yeah. I like that film. Yeah, because she's got, she's got her hair dyed black, isn't that? Ah, right. I'm, I, I always think of the other girl who gets a note, who gets a face bashed in. That's Jessica Alba, isn't it? Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Sorry. I mean, that's a good film. I like that. That, that is a good film. <laughs> I don't remember hearing it, though. It's, it's a hard film. Mm. It's a hard... Is it a hard film to describe? I don't know. It's definitely... It's... I don't hate it. Full stop. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hate it. Um, I thought, like Martin, I did think it was a bit, a bit stupid. I, 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 I'm still trying to formulate my opinion on it really because I didn't. I definitely didn't hate it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just thought. I think I was. A bit, I was expecting a bit more. I'll tell you one thing. I wasn't scared at any point throughout the whole film. No. Nothing scared me. I didn't buy into any of the atmosphere and I know there was atmosphere there it was on the screen definitely yeah. I know they, they worked hard to create that I can see that um, and I loved the setting oh there we go yeah. I loved the setting yeah Um, yeah. we thought that it might be the house from Hush Hush with Charlotte it was until oh okay it's, they all look like that yeah mm-hmm. I wasn't scared Um, I was quite amused by a lot of it the script I liked <laughs> one, of, one of my big things and we'll probably talk about it more later is I kept saying to Martin while we were watching it it feels older than it is. Yeah. The premise of it, of the pretty white girl going into the scary black world. Yeah. yeah. Felt very old. Yeah. It felt older than 2005. And I'm not sitting here saying it's it's horribly racist or anything like that, because I'm not too sure it is. I don't know. I don't think no, it's intentions no, where. I think there's a lot of naivety about it. About the, It's quite a naive film. It's quite a naive ghost story. Yeah, I did kind of come away with the fact that this time watching it, that for a film that is has a big emphasis on race relations, there is one black character and she is a side character, and that's kind of weird. The token sassy black friend. Yeah, is. <laughs> if it had been made twelve or thirteen years earlier, it would have been played by Casey Lemons, who was the token black sassy mate in Candyman and Sounds of the Lambs, yeah, yeah. and went on to create an amazing <laughs> film that is not a horror film, but it's a southern gothic voodoo film like this but it's full yeah. of black people directed by a black woman and it's called Eve's Bayou mm. it's a brilliant film and this made me think oh I wish I was watching Eve's Bayou <laughs> I don't want to get caught up in the whole problematic is it racist blah 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 
because it's just silly film. Yeah, yeah. and that's like it's not worth actually. It's not no. worth the energy of of saying it's problematic. Because it's, it's actually the premise of the film is it's it it's silly, and if you accept accept that it's just it's silly. It just rides along and it yeah. gives you it, 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 it gives you a reasonable rounds. It's entertaining. It's problematic at all. I just think would it be made in the same way now? Def- no, definitely. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. That, that's the thing is that definitely it's not, not problematic. It's just it would have been handled different though. And then Kate Hudson wouldn't touch it with a barge pole. Mm, I'm surprised that her equivalent is now. Wouldn't yeah. touch it with a barge pole. I, I, I just, it was just crap. <laughs> I mean, I don't even hate it because there was nothing about it too much to hate. It was just a nothing film. It's like you were talking about like the Southern Gothic and the atmosphere, and it's like it had none of that. It's like this, this, it had one thing to do, which was you know go for a Southern Gothic feel, and it couldn't even do that. It had none of that. Did he think putting one scene where they go to like a, a jazz bar or something? That's that, no, that's not yeah, it. They go to two jazz bars. They, oh, sorry, they go to two. two oh. And then, and then dancing slow motion. Yeah, and it's like we, we were talking about True Detective, and it's like that fil- that show doesn't even try. It's not the setting isn't even necessarily going for that, but that has Southern Gothic dripping all over it, just because of the way it is. Yeah. And this film, which should do that, yeah. should try to do that, just can't can't achieve it. because yeah. the film's so silly and stupid. And Kate Hudson's character is meant to be a working class girl from mm. New Jersey who doesn't even bother to have a New Jersey accent. <laughs> <laughs> and who's meant to have, hangs out with her black best, best mate and goes to lots of black night spots. <laughs> she's the only white girl but in there. But she's the only white girl in there. But, but is very, very sensitive and tries to, mm. to comfort people as they're dying by reading Treasure Island. Yeah. And it's like, it's nothing more than a silly vehicle to try and create some PR for Kate Hudson that yeah. she isn't a spoiled Hollywood brand, <laughs> that she's got some sense of the real world. She doesn't come from immense privilege. That's what the purpose of the film yeah. was. And yet it really wanted to spook you out and give you a bit of Southern Gothic. And unfortunately, other than... Like you say, the setting, it doesn't achieve that. Yeah. The scenery is beautiful, but you couldn't possibly go wrong with the scenery. No. There's no that's, the problem, that's my problem. There's no atmosphere. That actual oppressive Southern Gothic atmosphere that they're going for just isn't there. There's too much rain. I chose this film specifically because it was it was literally one of the very few films that I earned during this time of life. No. And it was one that I watched a lot. I didn't remember really enjoying it, but I hadn't seen it for like... It got a bit of a, a boost recently as well, didn't it? After Get Out came out, yeah, and that's what and that's what I think. That, me of I think that's why people are kind of rediscovering it now. How did it get like yeah, an yeah. actual like? Um, no, it wasn't. It, it wasn't re-released, but I think it, in people's consciousness, got it, some attention. Yeah, it got a bit of attention because of, of in our Get Out review. I did mention this. Yeah, one yeah, back yeah. then, um, and I think just because I hadn't seen it for that long, I kind of had a feeling it wasn't going to age. It wasn't going to be in the film that I remembered in my head, which is why I wanted to see it and I wanted yeah. to see your reactions to it. Yeah. And we go and by any barometer, Terry loved it, so. <laughs> <laughs> do you I know, think that says something. <laughs> do you know what surprises me? For a film that's so modern, that it's aged so poorly. So poorly. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, think, I think film has changed a lot in the last 10, 15 years, though, the mm. way the way they make films now. Um, a lot of emphasis is now on, and rightly so, is now on representation in film, mm. isn't it? Mm. And you would never get a film made that has got, is set on a plantation with a history of hoodoo and slavery that has only got one sassy, light-skinned black girl as, a, as its only representation, that and two ghosts that never speak. Mm. Yeah. And just, One of them did go on to be in The Walking Dead. Yes, she said, and who just sort of dance around in front of the camera like that in the opening credits of American Horror Story. <laughs> you know, you'd never get that now. 
Well, yeah. I suppose that it's supposed to be there more along, isn't it? That's the, that's the twist. Yeah, but come on, literally not in it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even get but a line. They're in it, but they're not white yeah. skin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying that on a high horse, saying, oh, it's terribly racist. I'm just saying you can understand, you can sort of understand why it might have got a bit of flack at the time. It's just clumsy. Just clumsy as the oh, But none, no, none of that is the reason it got any flack, though. It just got flack because people thought it was dull. Right. I mean, it is stupid. It is silly. It's just, the script's just awful. <laughs> I just think it's fun. And when I was younger, it genuinely shocked me. The like twist. the twist I'm, did shock me. I, I, didn't I, see it yeah. coming. I saw it coming a mile away. I didn't. Yeah. Teddy still didn't see it coming until after the film finished, and I told him what happened, and then he was like, "Oh, oh, oh!" And I was like, "Yeah." It made me want to go to the deep south. I'll give it that. Made me want to watch the Beyond. The Beyond. Maybe one of us True Detective. And yeah, maybe one of us True Detective and the Beyond. And Eve's Bayou. And Maze. <laughs> so there we go. It made us want to watch other things. That, you know. uh, I like the fact that all of the hit horror boxes were so obviously ticked, like Alien. Um, yeah. So she's like, the, you know, the, the sort of uh, big city girl driving off and leaving civilization, driving off into the, into the, into the, the unknown. Spooky people in the gas station. The gas station that's like mm-hmm. empty and then somebody turns up and then um, the the old staple of you're in the middle of nowhere and you're trapped, which is the um, Evangelist Jesus channel on the radio. Yeah. yeah. It's blaring out in the background as well. Um, and the sounds of flies, everyone's wearing dungarees. Was there a scene where she looked at her phone and saw the bars disappear? I remember, you know, didn't have that either, do you? Yeah, did yeah. you have that? Probably. Probably. Um, I I actually as much as I liked it when I was younger I liked the very very see-through scene at the beginning where she keeps hold of the man who's dad's stuff because mm. it was just getting thrown away with the boxes and it was like this scene it might as well have had a card underneath that said this is to make you like this character yeah, this, the, yeah. yeah. she misses her dad <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there was an actual scene in the film wasn't that where she could have left uh, it was that she could have left Ben behind but then there's a, there's literally a shot of her dad and then a shot of Ben and her going, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Deciding to stay. I don't know. I don't know why I enjoy it. I still enjoy this film. I still just think it, it's fun. There's some moments that I still think are quite, not scary, but I think that the setting there does work for me. Mm. And some of the storytelling. You watched it at that time in your life as well, didn't you? Yeah. So did, was that around Freddy Jason time as well? Yeah, it's just. And Scream 3. Yeah. Which are all, these are all films that I know are technically bad and I can see it so much that I can see all these problems with these films. But at the same time, I just don't care. Mm. I find them fun. I like thing? to put them on. It's a comfort film, isn't it? Yeah. I, we yeah. Rec- I recommend it to happen to everyone, so you know. <laughs> yeah. It's a genuinely terrible film. It's not a challenging film. And say, if you're wanting to watch a challenging film, yeah, don't no. watch this film. Yeah. 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 There are other films to watch if you want a challenging film. If you just want a, ch- a film that tries to push some buttons, this is a reasonable film. It's not a mature film. Mm. And that's not a criticism at all. But, I can, but thinking of it in that way, I can completely get why 15-year-old Stephen mm. loved this film. Because... Yeah. I probably would have loved it at fifteen as well. Yeah. I've got caught up in mm. in what it was trying to trying to do. I would have been able to suspend my disbelief sufficiently mm. and not be caught up in all sorts of other things to yeah. be able to in, to be able to indulge it a lot more. Yeah. And it, it does have a replay factor as well. That yeah. it does yeah. hand in because actually a lot of the lines and dialogues when you watch it with more viewings. Completely change meaning. Oh, once you know the a, twist. Once you know the twist. Mm. And I think that's always good for a film that you're going to have on DVD and just continue to play because then you feel clever. Yeah. About, oh, look, I noticed this. Yeah. I almost want this film to be remade by, um, by a black filmmaker and actually rewritten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. not necessarily to have them... You could not necessarily the 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 playoff between them, but them inhabiting white bodies. Yeah. But that uh, that premise of the of who do and occupying mm. people to try and extend your life and that uh, you the whole culture around who do it could be, you you could do something very very sinister and spooky and and atmospheric. You could do it. It could be done well. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I quite like Gina Rollins as Violet as well. I thought she was great. I like her when she sees the tattoos and says, "You're written on, ain't you?" Yeah, which mm-hmm. made me think of you. And I thought Stephen's written on. Yeah, and that, but 
said line it's like she's actually just asking because she wants to know what I knew what he's gonna look like mm. and it's it's yeah. an interesting kind of thing that you would not pick up and you just think she's being a bitchy like woman mm. and then she's not she's actually just eyeing up the new body and I think that's that's a fun little line yeah when you think about it that way um, and also I just like her reply of saying not anywhere you can say yeah <laughs> yeah like all little furry lines like that um I've got a lot of crystal up in my attic and I keep a close count on that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I quite like the the um there's a constant question of what happened to the last um nurse, isn't there? Because yeah. you know, she's she's left unexpectedly and there's just something quite menacing about that question. Mm. Constantly comes back right throughout the film, what happened to her? And think she was obviously set up to be Occupied and then discarded for some reason at the you. Well, there's a good little line, isn't there, towards the end about her, isn't there? About everyone who's come before has been black. Yeah. So she was the first, Kate Hudson's character, Caroline, was the first Just white girl to be yeah. taken on, and um, only the white one was stupid enough to stay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Which actually is probably the most modern line in the entire yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Is that no black girl would stay around it? And. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's probably true. No black kid would be that stupid. <laughs> He'd be out that door, and there would be some blonde bimbo that would be like, "Yeah, sure." There's, but there's a whole different context, isn't it, to a black female character working in service in a plantation house, looking after two old white people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a whole different connotation to that. Which again, that sounds like quite an interesting film as well. I'd love to, you know, what yeah. I mean, there's, there's different ways you could take. I could really play with the dynamics, couldn't you? Yeah. Of that and the tensions and yeah, yeah. Well, well not just the director, not this, not this, to, yeah. <laughs> not the screenwriter. No, but then, no. if they were, if they did have their sights set on the new black maid, it would be Get Out. It's well, the yeah. same story yeah. as Get Out, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it's not because the ghost black. Yeah, well, it's it's like reverse mm. reverse get out. Well, I, I still think this is spooky reverse get out. Spooky reverse get out. <laughs> that sounds like a, a command. That sounds like a line from a horror film. It's yeah. Spooky reverse get out. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo saying that. I love the name Papa Justify. I do. Yeah. Like oh yeah. Name. And the record that they actually play is genuinely terrifying. Yeah. I like that scene where she's playing it and her black friends standing in the background. She goes. Um, it's just a new local band. <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah. And I love the bit, the bit where the mate describes what Hoodoo is, like she's reading that off a of Wikipedia thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's probably someone with a card. Yeah. She's reading, of course, her mates like Hoodoo Wikipedia and lip gloss. But I actually, when I was growing up, used to just think that they just made up Hoodoo for mm. this film. Yeah. And he just, they were like, we're going to make it Voodoo, but a bit different, so we'll call it Hoodoo. And yeah. then I, I looked it up, it definitely is a real thing. Yeah. Mm. So Hoodoo is actually an American folk magic, isn't it? And it's yeah. not a religion. Voodoo is an actual religion. Mm. That's, that's, that's the difference, that's, isn't it? Yeah. Although if you actually look on the actual Wikipedia, it kind of is a religion. It's, it's not as clear cut. It's just where it comes from. Right. The film kind of simplifies the difference. Yeah. Because yeah. even then, isn't like Wikipedia, not Wikipedia, it's fucking voodoo, it's just like a com, isn't like Santeria and something else anyway, isn't it? Because Santeria, I think, is the actual religion. Yeah, yeah. and then voodoo is the first spin off. Yeah. Yeah, it's not as simple as you kind of get the idea of in this film. I was giggling throughout it, I had all of the, all of the sort of, I thought the direction, the, I thought the, the camera work whenever Caroline was around was a little bit pervy. Oh, like what, a, you have a side boob, don't you? Side boob, yeah. like it's the 90s. It's yeah. great. And um, lots of I'm, not, I'm not complaining about I'm, side boob. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you're not, Jonathan, but I love it. Like, it's like linger on a, on, a, on a bum and a hips and all. She's, she's got a shower, isn't it? Yeah. And when she's in bed as well, it sort of pans up her body really slowly. And it's just... Mm. And prominent nipple through her T-shirt. And, yeah. yeah. I do. <laughs> I enjoyed the bit where um, she's sat there talking to the lawyer in the bedroom and the woman comes in and... She's like, obviously the young ones are getting acquainted. Yeah, yeah. she's like I, dead judgy. Because that's well, the line just before that is one of the one of the few good lines in the film. It's like you know, a lady. If you were an actual lady, wouldn't invite you into a room. So the mum sees that and knows straight away this is the kind of person she is. Yeah. The fact that she's he's already in the room with her, he's like, you know, yeah. She's, she's thinking those. But then this is a good replay line for yeah. because and I love this. He replies back saying, um, "Oh, you know, you're the only woman for me." 
because in reality she, she is, is a jealous mm. lover here getting yeah. annoyed that he's off yeah. flirting with this new blonde girl yeah. and then he's like oh no no you're the only one for me but it reads completely different yeah. until you rewatch it and I think it's just fun I mm. like things mm. like this because there's another line as well it's like oh, um, this is the south you wouldn't understand and it's just like as if this is just a different way of life this yeah. is just Trying to trying to build that, but it just it just doesn't work. I mean, it, it, there are some good lines and some good bits, but it just yeah. it just doesn't work. For me. I think I wasn't just I just wasn't really sucked into it, so I could see it all there on the screen, but it wasn't like dragged. It in. just didn't do enough. Yeah, yeah. for me, it's like does she goes upstairs? There's a mystery door. Your key doesn't work. There's a mad. There's a weird banging on this mystery door. Oh, I'll I'll just go downstairs. I'll forget about that for now. Like <laughs> if there was a spooky mystery door. Yeah. And there's a strange banger noise going from it. You wouldn't just walk off and go make John Hurt a fucking cup of tea. You'd be like, I want to know what's behind that door. Yeah. yeah. No, I just leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, get in the car and fuck off. Yeah. There wasn't there wasn't a lot of urgency to it. No. It's quite it sort of goes along at a little pace, doesn't it? The bit mm. that loses me more than anything is when um John Hurt makes a run for it. Yeah. But like, he's paraplegic. Yeah, this guy's on the doesn't make any it's, sense. He's had a double stroke, but then he just climbed up the window, crawled along the roof and fell off. Yeah. It's like that and In reality, it's that she's I think she's poisoning yeah, him she's, to keep well, him in place or something. But again, no, I spotted that dead early on. I even made a note. It's like she's de- he's definitely been poisoned then. He hasn't had a stroke, he's just been poisoned. Mm, yeah. But the thing is is that even though that does explain why he's in there, why is Kay Hudson's character Caroline not like but he's had a stroke. Why? So as he crawling across a thing, it affected both sides of his body. But yeah. he managed to fucking fling himself why out is, the window. Why is John Hurt even alive? If Devosi stole his body, why is he still alive? Why just kill him? Because you've got to let him. Otherwise, there'll be suspicion. You've got to let him die naturally. Look at the state of them. No, he but just died. They wouldn't know who'd guess. Yeah, just. Throw I don't him think up. he was slowly just, killing them. He just wanted to look more. Just natural. throw him to the alligators. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Why is he even? Yeah, it, it just made no sense. Because at the very end, I mean, again, jumping ahead a bit, but they just let them go off in the ambulance, and it's like, so if they get to a hospital, I mean, obviously no one's going to believe them because who's going to believe them? But it's like, as soon as they've stopped drugging them, they get to a hospital and just say, oh yeah, they've stole our bodies. Mm. Wait, I, I'm not. Yeah. They're gonna see once once to stop drugging them. They haven't had strokes. They just, yeah. just they've been yeah. drugged. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose the you know the film stopped rolling then, so you're supposed to just forget just about what happened. Yeah. <laughs> whatever happens after that, you forget about. I just wonder whether Caroline's got a bit of a mean streak in her on the slide because the bit where she shows in the mirror when it's he's the in bath. the bath, yeah. it's fucking evil. But before she does it, she shuts the door so she doesn't get caught doing yeah. it. Yeah, no, no, she doesn't shut the door. It's when he starts screaming and making a thing, and then she, yeah. the first yeah, thing yeah, isn't to right, look yeah. after him. Yeah. It's to ooh, shut let's the door. Let's just close so that door. Knows what I'm doing. Mm. Yeah, I thought that was a bit wicked. Good. I like. The flashback when she is telling the story of the um and it's like black and white like most torn stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like something off the fucking um reality one of the what is it? Um Lifetime. Your know, Lifetime TV the way they've got them that time I got haunted, sorry, Mark yeah. Clark. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one Britain's of Britain's most haunted. Britain's most haunted. Or crime reconstruction. Yeah. You're not from the South. You won't understand. That room up there, you just don't go in and throw things out of a room like that. You leave them just where you found them. The house is theirs just as much as ours. The house is whose? Whose things are in that room? All right. About 90 years ago, there was a banker here. His name was Thorpe. He made his fortune cheating the poor. He was a mean man. He was a, he was a cruel man. It was him and his family and a couple of servants. Name of Mama Cecile and Papa Justify. Sit down. Now, the way I heard it, old man Thorpe, he didn't know that Papa Justify was a two-headed doctor. He was a conjure man, and so was Cecile. They believed in Hoodoo. Yeah. That was their room. Oh, they were famous all through the pipes. 
They healed the sick and they hurt the mean. Hit a straight lick with a crooked stick, as the colored say. But old Thorpe, he just saw him as hell. And he worked him to the bone. He abused him. Until one night, as the story goes, there was a party. It was the bank's anniversary, and all the big muckety-mucks were here. Politicians, sugar bands, riverboat tycoons. There was a lot of drinking and dancing. And a couple of trysts, I'm sure. And then finally, when it was time to say farewell, some of the guests wanted to wish goodbye to the children. But nobody could find them. They hadn't seen them in hours. So being all full of brandy, they made it a game. Let's find the children, find the children. Room after room after room. Finally, someone heard music and voices and shouting up in the attic. Their servants were up there with the children. They were trying to teach them how to conjure a hoodoo. Insane, and so did the rest of the guests. I mean, how long had this blasphemy been going on? The children said it was their fault that they had wanted to learn, but they weren't having any of that. But I think this scene actually is one that I think if it was remade now, this scene could be actually really interesting, and you could have played it even darker than what it was but I like the connotation of at the end when you rewatch when you think about this with the twist at the end is that those people have literally just killed their own kids without knowing and that's really fucking dark why did they kill their own kids? because obviously what's happened is that they've swapped bodies with the slaves so the kids bodies have gone into the slaves the kids minds have gone into the slaves and then the two slaves get lynched so essentially these parents have found the kids and then uh, killed so them. Because the slaves have survived through the bodies of the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's, that's what they walk in on when they walk in on mm, them doing yeah. magic. Right. And yes. then they lynched their yeah. family members. Lynched them by their own kids. Which is a lot darker. And yeah. that's what I mean, like this, if you'd made this now, you could make that mm. really heavy and make yeah. a really good point yeah, about something. Could. Yeah. That the film doesn't call, doesn't make. No, it doesn't do a very good job of. But it is an interesting idea yeah. that you could explore. I think maybe um, there was probably a lot of it that they probably didn't do because they wanted it to be a fifteen rated, K Hudson vehicle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's probably why a lot of it. You can imagine a lot of it's probably was probably left quite vague on purpose because they yeah. didn't want to upset anyone. Yeah, because yeah, if you wanted to make such a point of that, you probably would have revisited it a bit at the end mm. yeah like discuss this yeah, yeah a little bit I love how Kate Hudson just just decides that she believes it all and just goes straight to the hoodoo woman and buys loads of supplies oh, the hoodoo woman he works about the laundromat which oh, yeah. I thought was genius and, and a friend says oh don't go there and then so obviously she goes obviously she goes straight there is she the woman in the wheelchair there was a whole scene where I was opening a chocolate orange and then I looked back at the t- <laughs> <laughs> I looked back at the telly and there was a, um, a blind woman in a wheelchair no, that's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, she's in the petrol station, isn't she? She's in the petrol station. She goes back there to find out. Yeah, right. I see. Yeah, because it's just like, like hanging chicken bones and jaw bones yeah. and stuff, isn't Once it? Once again, Kate Hudson being a bit of a bitch, she just starts like wandering around this woman's house and picking up things. Yeah. and she's blind, so she can't do anything about it. And she's like moving them around, yeah. and she's just like picking up, going, asking her like harsh questions, like fucking out yeah. the portman's blind in yeah. a wheelchair. Leave it alone. Yeah, something's touching me. Is it me? <laughs> Sorry. I thought it was a coach. I was just tapping me. I also, when we were talking about before, with, um, she walks in and I'm listening to the record and she goes, oh, um, I'll explain what's going on. They then proceed to go back to the jazz club that they went to early on, which is the largest fucking club in the world. And I'm like, so you're going to go and explain this over the beer <laughs> in an exceptionally loud club that you can't hear the words, so the fact that you have to leave the club again yeah. to go outside and speak about it. Where does the logic? Because they wanted to keep it young and hip, didn't they? And they kept the music kept going into like mid noughties sort of pop beats, didn't they? In the middle of the, the when they were in that scene, I noticed. 
the vibe comes across as like prototype hipster. Yeah. But uh, before hipster was a thing. Like yeah. the, it felt like look at this cool white girl listening to black yeah. music. She just goes all in, buys the supplies and the next scene she's doing a ritual yeah. to cure them. <laughs> then it's justified that she doesn't believe at that point. She's doing psychomatic yeah, she's seen it as if it's psychosomatic, isn't it? Because yeah. he believes in it. What's it called? It's like brick dust? Or... Brick dust on the floors. So which... it's literally you get a brick and smash it up and it's just a dust from a brick. Yeah. I, w- I want to know if that's Should real. Yeah, to see if it keeps... And if someone wants to do you harm, they can't walk through the door. Yeah, something like that. There was an awful lot of it. Yeah. Or it went a very long way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Especially at the end. Yeah, she's about taking all that house. But they don't even have bricks. The yeah. house is made of wood. <laughs> but she had a supply of brick dust in yeah. the, in the um, shed. In every other film, it's salt, and salt's a lot more realistic to just have yeah. in your house. So I'm guessing it might be real. Maybe it's an actual hoodoo thing. Yeah, though, maybe, it just maybe it is accurate. a real thing. Yeah, that'll be it. Because otherwise, you would have just used that. Historically yeah. accurate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they were going for here. Yeah, you can tell. Accuracy. Oh, she starts kind of suspecting something's going on and she's going to try and steal. Then an escape, isn't she? And injects the cubes, the sugar cubes, but then she won't take sugar in her drink, so That's she just right, pours yeah. it all in. Yeah. Which definitely would have killed her. Yeah. I quite like that scene, actually. That's at the dinner table. Yeah. So she's telling her he's a gumbo. Yeah. Yeah, and then we had a discussion on gumbo. That's why I never made any more notes, because we were talking about gumbo. <laughs> what was in gumbo and what, what sort of... And it didn't sound very nice to me. She was saying it's like paella, but with liquid. Yeah, like, I think so. Like it's like soup. shrimps yeah. and yeah. pork yeah. and... Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. yeah. I do quite enjoy that she makes an escape on a boat down a river. Yeah. Mm. I just think that's fun. That was quite camp, actually, yeah. <laughs> It's just where she's splashed thing in a shed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She just leaves him in a shed. I love that. I love any film where someone says, I'm never going to leave you as they're running out the door and actually leaving you. Yeah. Welcome to my later. If she just put him on the boat with her, the film would have ended there. She could have dragged him that little bit further and put him on the boat and got yeah. away with him. And it would have been fine. Yeah. So that was just ridiculous. And then she goes to see the lawyers, and this is where you get the big fucking obvious hint. (laughs) With the books. Yeah. (laughs) The lawyering from the beginning. (laughs) How to make a will an easy step. How to make a will, and then estate law, and then, you know, it's like. Estate law for dummies. Yeah. Estate law for lawyers who are dummies. (laughs) Yeah. So you just needed to watch this with Terry as well, and hear his 50 different guesses of what was going on mm. and not one of them was remotely true. I was just going, <laughs> yeah. I was going yeah, you're yeah. right, Teddy, yeah. Although, do you know what, talking about <laughs> it now when you were saying about watching it a second time and you know the twist, those books make sense, don't they? Yeah. Because he's not a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. He's a, he's a, yeah. he's ghost That is like, that's your slave. big hint, yeah. I think, is the one where this, something isn't right here in the team. And then you have to <laughs> well, write. yeah. But I thought the hint was that he was just, he was just working with, the, he was trying to get the woman he was trying to get old Ben's money out yeah. of the house and all that. Mm. So I thought that's what it was. Okay. And she'd rumbled them. Yeah, I suppose you could see it the other way. And up until the very last bit, it does look like, because even Kate Hudson turns around and says it, that she's teaching you and that's why you're doing it. That's why yeah. you're helping her. Yeah. Kill her, but it's not that. But mm. up until that point... You could still believe that that she her theory was right. Yeah, she's going. She finds the she finds the snake ring, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes her back to the house, and then she manages to escape and start putting brick dust everywhere. Yeah, that's it. Because there's loads of photos of her in the drawer, isn't there? Yeah, with the snake ring. I love the bit where she chucks um, Gina Owens over the balcony, and then she manages to punch her in the face, which is fucking great. As she's laying down there in brick dust, she punches in the face. She throws her over the the thing. And then she crawls back up in the lift and goes, Well, dear, I believe you've broke my legs. <laughs> oh, I'm not shot of her legs. It's horrible. It is horrible. It is horrible. But I love, uh, <laughs> That's fucking really, hilarious. Yeah. I love her using the lift to come back up because you completely forgot that there was a lift yeah. there. Yeah. That was quite fun. I thought that actual bit is probably the strongest bit of the entire film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just that five-minute segment. Yeah. And then the big reveal, isn't it? So she's in front of the mirror and all this, and then we realise what the who do. I think, yes, like, actually is. I think actually the clever twist is when she um she, she collapsed she instantly in the knows floor. the ritual. No. <laughs> she just instantly knows the ritual. She's, she's really good at that actually. <laughs> she's a quick study as case of the I mean, it was all written there in perfect. I've been to the hoodoo shop once, yeah. you know, I, I thought I know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I like the fact that she collapsed earlier on and started drawing the circle around her with the piece of paper in the hand. Yeah. And then she steals it and it says protection. So she thinks she's being all good to write it down. And I do like the idea of I give you her on purpose and it was all part of my plan. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I thought that is quite good yeah. and that's quite clever. I believe you broke my legs. You can't touch me. You can't get near me. See this? This is your spell of protection. Is that what that is now? And who exactly gave you that spell? All that circle protects is you from leaving it. <laughs> You stay back! I'll kill you! You stay away! We've been waiting for you, Caroline. Waiting for you to believe. It doesn't work if you don't believe. In a time log from the dry dust of DJ Double Zone. I don't. Oh, I think you do. Flash. Flash. I don't believe. I don't believe. Flash. Boy. I don't believe. I don't believe. So when the twist came, I thought, all oh, right, yeah, I get it now. So that's why Stephen said it was like a reverse get out. And I thought I liked it. so I thought I do like the twist and I do like the, the premise of it. I think the execution was just for me it was a bit sloppy. I think that that was what my issue was. With the film as a whole. Did that shock you, Matt? Yeah, it was a hiccup. <laughs> <laughs> a hiccup of shock. I still enjoy it. I'll probably still watch it again at some point. Mm. I just think it's one of those films that I can turn my brain off and watch something that I think is fun. I didn't find it that fun though. Yeah, no, I know. No, no, I know. I mean, I, I'm all for, I'm all for a stupid film that's fun. But I didn't find it that fun. I didn't think there was much atmosphere there, and I didn't think that uh, it wasn't particularly well written or very well directed. <laughs> and the twist wasn't you could see the twist coming away. Uh, it really wasn't well written at all and um, the guy do you know the, wrote, the writer is Aaron Kruger who wrote Scream 3 and, and he wrote uh, he rewrote Scream 4 just before that came out um, I like this guy and he, he is on a website I can't remember what the website's called but it's a website that's dedicated to, to the worst writers in Hollywood <laughs> and the worst directors in Hollywood and he's, he wrote all the Transformers films as well oh god and he is writing he's oh, written the new Dumbo Oh, <laughs> it's written the new Dumbo that's coming out as well. Oh. Yeah. How did he get that? Probably cheap. Yeah. <laughs> True. Well, now I mean, he gets he gets the, he constantly gets the work. If you look at his IMDb page, he constantly gets the work, and they're big films, yeah. he's writing massive films. Yeah, well, according to Wikipedia, this film's budget was forty-three million dollars. Yeah. Who knew? That much money. Kate Hudson's hair. How's that film? It's box office. Forty-three million dollars. I know. I'm not sure how. But so John Hurt, isn't it? It made ninety-two million dollars. So it doubled. It doubled. It's that's good. Yeah, it's decent return, isn't it? On that basis, that's probably why he's getting the work, isn't it? John Hurt is. Probably just for this entire film, and he's still probably the best actor for the entire thing. <laughs> that tells you everything <laughs> you need to know. He fucking sells that. It's so funny that because he doesn't, because he's meant to, but well, he does though, he does because we have to, you know, the twist. But at the beginning, I was thinking he's actually being really bad because he is such a good actor that he can't play a stroke victim. His face is too full of mm. emotion Merchant. and too full of anguish, and he's acting, so he's acting everyone off the screen. Just by sitting there, and if yeah. you've had a double stroke, you can't do that. Yeah. But now, after knowing the twist, 
That's fine. He's probably saw the script and gone, what's this? Sponge bath scene. Fucking yeah, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Yeah. Sponge bath, <laughs> Hudson. How much are you paying me? Yeah. How many days work is this me just lying here? Yeah. And then he's saying, speaking. Okay, great. Yeah. This is a sequel. This <laughs> is literally probably the easiest payback he's ever had. And Gina Rowlands is really famous, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, she was. She, she? Well, she made she was. She made sorts of big films in the 60s, didn't she, in 70s? Was she in the original Gloria? Yes. Which is the Sharon Stone film. Yeah. Where she's. Um, isn't she. Doesn't she end up with um, a little boy whose parents get killed by the mob? And the, the ch- she here and the little boy are getting chased. And I think that's it. Is it Alice doesn't live here anymore? Right. As well, which is I've never seen, but I think it was a, it was a big film in the, like the late sixties, early seventies. And she, I saw her in a at the Playhouse in Liverpool. She oh, wow. it was a couple of years ago. She was in a Tennessee Williams play in the Playhouse. Um, mm. Glass Menagerie. She was in Hope Floats with um, Sandra Bullock. I think she was weird. most prominent in film in the in the sixties and seventies, yeah. and her work in film since then has been has been much smaller parts, and she's done lots more theatre. I think, but probably. her career peaked mm. in two thousand five. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yes, critically and artistically. Gloria was the one that was the first one I know her for. I think I think she's really good. She's great, and she's got an air. About her, she's just got the char- charisma where you look at her and think she's really famous. <laughs> you yeah, don't know what she's doing, but you just know yeah. she's really famous. You can tell she is good. Yeah, she's great. Um, what did you put it out to the stratosphere, didn't you? Yes, the, the Twitter sphere said so. Um, Rugger Lad, who's one of our usual listeners, but he's quite unusual. <laughs> uh, no, he's not. He's lovely. Um, uh, great hairy tits. Um, so he um, says. That's what he says. No, no, he's not. Great. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Kate Hudson's got a hairy too. Great hairy side boob. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see anything. Uh, so, Rugalad says, "I loved it. I had low expectations, but picked it up at a car boot, and I thoroughly enjoyed it." <laughs> um, Fifi, I like Charmaine. Says it's underrated. Cinema Europa says I quite enjoyed it overall, with its southern occult charm, and it was the first time I've ever liked Kate Hudson in a movie. The Terrible Terror podcast says, I remember being enthralled with the story and ideas, but the execution wasn't the best. Kate Hudson was a joy to watch, but I felt that the film fell short in the scares department. Yeah, no, it was not spooky. It was not scary. I wasn't scared. I I like these people. These are all on my team. (laughs) This is what I find interesting. So you say it was Pam when it came out, but everyone I've asked has got a, a positive. Faster Productions says, I went in with no expectations, but both my wife and I really enjoyed it. A bit like the others. Uh, not the most original, but does the job and does it well. Some creepy bits, if I remember rightly. Barva Lamp says, I remember enjoying it well enough when I watched it. The whole Louisiana occult vibe was decently creepy and Hudson was good enough to carry it. Forgettable, but not a waste of time. Uh, and Marcos Kodas says, I think it's an underrated sleeper. I enjoy it a lot and watch it about once a year. You far to friends, Stephen? Yay! <laughs> Marcus, you and Stephen should watch it together. Yeah, I was almost asleep, I'll tell you that. <laughs> the local folk angle is quite novel and works well, and it inspired, to a degree, the approach I took when making my own horror shorts in 2016. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Um, I'll take the bait, Marcus. I'd quite like to see your horror short now, to see what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah. I'm game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Positive reviews from everyone I asked on Twitter. Yeah. See, use it all wrong. See, I don't want to. You can feel free to edit this out because I don't want to just get loads of shit off them. But <laughs> was the last time I saw this 2005 by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, he watches it every year. Maybe then. Maybe. No, but I actually think what some of this is is that these every one of them seems to think that they were going to watch something that was absolutely dog shit the way I've ever seen, and they were all like. It was okay. <laughs> I think if I got into that thinking this is going to be brilliant, I'd have come out saying I hate stuff. Yeah, I was, willing, I was willing to give it a chance. I, I know I'll, I'll give any film a chance. Oh, I just was this. Yeah, I was even, I was even reminded. I don't think Kate Hudson's. I think Kate Hudson completely forgettable and is not good in it at all. Hudson, yeah. I think mm. other people in the film carry. Film. Yeah, Peter yeah. Sarsgaard. I think he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah like Peter Sarsgaard. Strange yeah. accent now. Yeah. Was I he doing a southern accent and he's not southern? Is that what it was? Because I thought he was British. Was, wasn't he? Is he Danish? 
He's still in Skarsgård. No, he's not. He's, he's, no, not, he's not, not I've looked there. twelve people watching. Because yeah. I thought he was a British actor. He's, yeah. he's not. He's from Illinois or somewhere. Oh, so he's actually American. Yeah. Oh well. Wait, I, I think what something that is quite interesting about this film is that the actual film itself and the script and everything about it does not warrant some of the stars that are in this. Like some of these people, I don't understand how they got them to sign this contract. <laughs> yeah. Any of them. Except for maybe well, going by John the, Hurt. Going by the budget, they were paid a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon that was about forty million on um <laughs> on, on, on their on their pay. Yeah. Three million on the film. Yeah. <laughs> there are better blonde young actresses out there in two thousand and five than Kate Hudson. Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton possibly would have been better. She could have played the skeleton kid. She could. <laughs> skeleton. She, yeah. okay. she still can. <laughs> <laughs> Hair and the coat, which you to try. <laughs> so skinny. Oh, well. Eating well, I sword enjoy of it. Fume. I mean, there's, there's, probably, there's probably a few black people in there, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah. I would like to sort of... Yeah, I would. I, would, I agree with Mal, and I think I'd like to see it be remade by, like, a Jordan Peele or... Yeah, um, I think he's on it. <laughs> Is that what the new one? No, no. Oh, yeah. 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 That's out, yeah. Of course, yeah. He's been to it. Oh, yeah. Maybe he just watched the scaling kit because I need to remedy this yeah. immediately. Maybe. Yeah. But it's it's like a reversal. It is, there is a lot of similarities in there, which is why when I watched it's, it, it made me think of this so yeah. much. It's like when that guy watched um, Paranormal Activity 3 and then made Hereditary. Yeah. That's true, yes. Jordan Peele watched this <laughs> and went, I can do that. I can do better than that. I'm going to elevate this film. Did yeah. you just say Hereditary is better than Paranormal Activity 3? Did I? Yeah. No, yeah, I said by accident. No, I said the guy watched it and said I can do a better job. Oh, not that he actually did. <laughs> <laughs> he believed he could do a better job. <laughs> no, I enjoy it anyway. So, au revoir. You can find me at HD99. I'm Johnny Larkin at Johnny Larkin. Um, I'll be in the kitchen cooking with a gun. Bye. Out of darkness, walk me. Out of blindness, lift me. Out of sadness, save me. From my damnness, please, Lord. To the time, Lord, take me. From the dry dust, break me. Out of these chains, bring me. From the devil's house, take me. Out of darkness, walk me. Out of blindness, lift me. Out of sadness, save me. From my damnness, please, Lord. To the time, Lord, take me. From the dry dust, break me. Out of these chains, bring me. From the devil's house, take me. Please, Lord. Is it time, Lord?